This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jared Freed. I'm Jordana Abraham and we are so excited to be back. You can hear it in our voice. Yes. <laughs> our voice of sound is pure I'm excitement. Resting bitch voice. <laughs> and um, it doesn't emote, but for this podcast, I will get excited. I, I yeah. Listen, I'm pumped because I can feel it. I feel the, feel the energy. I feel the energy of this podcast and the, the response is crazy. I have to say it's very hard to keep up with the emails. There are like hundreds of them. And um, all the questions are really good. Well, not all the questions. Most of the questions are really good. They're really interesting. And um, keep them coming because every now and then I'm like, what if we run out of things to talk about? There's really n- no shortage. There seems to be topics. no end of topics. Um, and, and I'm getting them over DM. Like, like so please just send them to the <laughs> podcast. Please just <laughs> leave I, Jared alone. I, <laughs> I'm literally exhausted from the, like, because then I'll like see, because a lot of these stuff, I do have opinions on. And I do have passion for this subject because I mm-hmm. enjoy, I do think it's interesting but I'm just like, because I, I, I could go on all day. Right. And sometimes someone will message me with the, like their opinion. And I'm like, my opinion's out there. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. You already know. What I, is this like a, they want you to engage in a discussion? I guess so. And then you can tell the ones that want, like, I got a message today that kind of fired me up, but we're going to talk about it next episode. It's kind of like on the topic, but yeah. uh, that's a little teaser. But I, <laughs> listen, um, we are excited. Listen, the only way to make sure this podcast keeps going is to rate review subscribe on itunes yes. okay you gotta touch it play with it give it a little pe- five stars five stars that's all we want yeah. and uh that's a, that i consider you know jordan and i we consider it a payment we do you we got, appreciate it we appreciate it but also you're welcome for this podcast yes. <laughs> the payment to our self-esteem and for the work that we do tirelessly in here just talking about dating and ourselves um i know you wanted to talk about one thing before we get started yeah so if you guys want more um more written dating content written by the betches themselves that's me and my two and my co-founders please pick up our book it's called i had a nice time and other lies how to find love and shit like that you can get it anywhere books are sold um include amazon barnes and noble you know where to get a fucking book yeah you'll find it that's a great gift for like your friend, single friend on Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's like, a, it's honestly, it's like a, it's not really like self-help losery. Like you wouldn't be embarrassed to have it. On, it's like fun. It doesn't take itself too seriously. A lot like this podcast, the advice is like there, it's fun, it's funny. It's not like, you're not going to be like a sad loser for reading it. I was just about to say that. It's a, it's a commiseration. It's a laugh exactly. at this. It's not a laugh, laugh at ourselves. You know, we're laughing at ourselves going through it mm-hmm. at, in, during the time that we're in. And yeah. that, that's a lot like this show. I wanted to give a little shout out. Um, this comes out the the first of February. I am doing a live show in Boston, uh, February seventh. It's a Wednesday. It's uh, we're going to be doing. I'm going to have some guests. We're going to do like a live version of my podcast, and we're going to do Tinder Bumble makeovers, and it's at Laugh Boston. So. February 7th, it's a Wednesday, 8 o'clock. Uh, bring a crew if you want to come. Check it out. It's a lot of fun. And we're going to do one in New York City. I've seen Jared do stand-up. He's hysterical. Oh. I really like it. I'm not just saying that. Totes preach. It's maze. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so laughboston.com if you want to get involved, get a crew together, get some champagne, do a Wednesday night, hang out. Uh, let's, do some, let's do some dating talk, right? Yeah, let's do it. What do you think? Today's subject, we kind of want we, we went back and forth a little bit because I showed you a DM that I received, um, setting people up. Right. How do you feel about setups? Uh, uh, have you engaged in setting mm-hmm. people up? How do you do it? What's your feelings on setups? I love setups. I met my boyfriend through a setup. You did? Yes. My best friend from school was dating one of his high school friends, and he just like thought of it, set us up, and it worked out. And I personally love setting people up. Yeah. Yeah. Women do love it we in do general. Love it. It's fun. It's like a little, it's like a game for us. Yes. You guys have your fantasy, your fantasy drafts. We have like our setups. This, this is your own version yeah. of fantasy football. I don't, I don't know what it is. Except with people's lives. Yeah. I yeah. love it. I'm just like, oh, wow. Maybe, maybe they'll, you're like, maybe they'll hit it off. Maybe I'll be like the cause of like a family. Do you have any success <laughs> stories? 
Um, I have I don't have like anyone who's still dating. Okay. But I have people who like got together and like enjoyed each other for a little bit. Yeah. And it didn't work out. I probably have gotten as successful as like six dates. Okay. Well, that's you know, the, mm-hmm. did they walk away f- happy? Yeah, no one was. I've never. No one was devastated. Here's the thing: there, you got to be. You can't just set up any. There's, there's a good. There's the wow. good kind of person to set you up, and the bad kind of person. To Absolutely. Set you up. I'll give you an example. Like my mom is like someone I would never take a setup from. Why right? is that? Because her, I think, first of all, older people have this thing where, like, if someone has youth, they think they're beautiful. Like, <laughs> you know, do you ever like see like the people your parents just young skin? It doesn't matter how right. the skin yeah. fits on the face. They're like, yeah, and she was a beautiful. I'm like, that person's gross. They're just yeah. like under thirty. I, like, I've never <laughs> thought of it that way, but you're absolutely right. Youth right. is beautiful in yeah. general. It doesn't matter. It goes to show that you should appreciate, you know, your youth and the way you look, just like sure. at any age. Because when you're older, you're just you just you're like, oh wow, just and, anything. Yeah. So I've I see that in like my dad with him. You know, checking out younger women. Like if right. I, I watch him, kind of he's go like lower this, standards, and you're just like, what? Right? That, that that's a what, that bag of groceries. Right. <laughs> you know, like why are you looking at that? You know, and and it's just like boobs, face. Yeah. But you know, like, and not to say you know you're all wonderful and beautiful people, but I, yeah, but some of There's you have sta- more than the, others. The standards are are different when you're yeah. when you're older. I think you just you're like astounded by beauty. Sure, and you love it. And I think with the the you know I I think. A lot of people set up people just because they have one thing that sticks in their mind. It's like, right. You ever think of like, you ever try to set up like a gay guy with another gay guy? You don't know anything about them. It's just too gay. You're gay. You're gay. It's like, that's, that's, there's more to it than that. And if you should, you have to be set up by a person who understands the nuances. You need thoughtful people to set you up. Is there ever, is there ever more annoying thing than someone trying to set you up with someone? And you're like, I can't believe that you think that like, I would be a match with this person. It's. People need the setup. The people who set people up need to chill the fuck out. And <laughs> and, and I do agree because they'll here. Then we need to establish rules for setups, and that's why we're here today. Right? Because we thought it was mm-hmm. this is worthwhile a subject for us to be like I could go on for days. Right? And I think what you're saying is right. Like you want your thoughtful friend. If first of all, the setup is the king of meetings. To me. You think that's the best way to meet That someone. is the yeah. best way to I meet mean, someone. I mean, yeah, I could agree from my, based on... Um, You're in a successful relationship. Yeah. You've had that experience. I, I just think with a setup, and if we want to think of like the, the reality of, of, of today's situation, mm-hmm. where guys are, you know, are just swiping away and just looking to eat everything in sight, girls are looking for relationships... <laughs> With people that they have no mutual friends with. You're just coming upon these people. Right. The person that puts you in touch with each other is someone that these, this guy has to answer to. Exactly. It's kind of like, um, if you think about it, like business terms, like if you, it's like a foot in the door. So it's like... Referrals. Yeah, right. So it's like if you're if you're working in a job and you're in charge of hiring someone, you have to read through like 200 resumes. Mm. No one, nothing's probably going to stick out. You're probably not going to pay that much attention to each. If you have someone, a friend who's like, I've got a friend who'd be perfect for this job. Yes. Like check him out. Then you kind of feel like you have to look at the resume just because it's your friend. And maybe, maybe it'll be a good fit. And also we have to think of things in terms of the math of uh, what nobody's selfless. <laughs> so everyone is in it for themselves. So if you think of even things the, that even, even the people who are doing the setups, even the setups, just like you said, you mm-hmm. wanted to, you love setting people up because you want to see, you know, who makes it out. And this was about you. It wasn't even about them. It's a little, it's a little bit about me, but I think it's a lot about them. It's, I want, you know, it, if you're happy, you want other people to be happy. If you think someone could be really happy together, that's like it. Nice, Absolutely. Nice but thing. no one's going to set someone up. That's going to embarrass them. Right. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to set up a friend of mine that's a total garbage person. And I'm not going to look at you and be like, you got to meet my garbage friend because right. I'm just trying to get rid of them. And and you have to trust that fact that someone that brought someone to you has skin in this game. And they've thought about, well, I'm friends with them and I like them. So I won't. So you have to I think what you have to do is rate these setups by the amount your friend knows this person. If it's just some right. willy nilly. Oh, that's a body that you right. can Here's put Here's someone a, that I yeah, spoke to once the that other day. That happens right. to have dark hair like you. Right. You're like, what? why did you think of this? Why did you think of me? I have horrible stories about people setting me up because they put no thought into it. Right. So you, it, there's a lot of judgment going on. You have to judge the person that's setting you up. How are you friends with this person? Okay, do you like this person that's setting you up? Okay, how much? That means you're going to like the person they're setting you up with in the similar way. Right. Well, also, as the setup person, we have to, li- you have to give people the opportunity to not to say no. To, in a graceful way. In a graceful yes. way. 
You can't. I had this girl. We, I sent you right. the DMs. Yeah. So to su- to summarize Jared's DM story, so some girl DMs him, and she's like, "You, my friend, is the perfect match for you. I've got you. Got to go out with my friend. Here's like the list of reasons why she's amazing for you. Um, you guys definitely need to meet up." Right. So now where am I? Now right. here's where I sit right now. I don't know the person who's messaging me. Okay. Right. She's a fan, which I appreciate. So I don't want to lose the fan. Right. Okay. Um, but also she's thought enough of me and this friend to be like, I think that you two, because you sense of humor wise would get it, hit it off. And then I'm sitting there like, well, what the fuck does she look like? Right. That's the number one rule of setups is you always send a picture immediately. And Even many pictures. And think, yeah. Me, uh, yeah. Give the account over. Give yeah. the handle. You need, you need a handle or like to send, if, the, if everything's private, you need to send like six. Three, oh, okay. I want six. as many as I would get on a dating app. Okay. I should, and you should say up to you. No problem. Don't worry if it's not up. Don't worry right. either way. Yeah. I've set up friends. I have one. For, I have, a, I set up two friends. One, the girl went to college with me and the guy was one of my best friends from high school. Okay. They off. married with a kid. Wow. That's Look right, people. Like you, how much, how much happiness you created? That kid. Uh, they should name. Is the kid named Jared? I have a lot of problems with the name of the kid. Okay, but <laughs> <laughs> very offended. Um, I've made and I've made that. Let them know. Um, now I kind of want to know, but like I feel like the, you're not going to air it. Um, uh, the kid is great. Okay, he could have a better name, but um, I set these two up, and and I'll say like I'm not saying I'm a good. I think guys are better at setting people up because really? because to me, I don't give a shit. Uh-huh. I'm just hoping they fuck. Okay. <laughs> you know, you, I think a woman oh, sets people up with no. the idea of like, oh, uh, I hope that they have the best, most. I hope they get married. Married. No, no, no. Right, I, right. I said, I think everyone should set people up like a guy where no. it's like you. Okay. You're good looking. You're good looking. Um, you're both free. Let's throw these genitals together. I don't, I don't like to waste anyone's time. I like to like to to do some like personality assessment. Like maybe you guys, you know, I don't know if you'd like this about her, but she's like this, and I know I know that you are looking for this kind of girl, and she's uh, but, like that. But I'm not doing it in a vacuum. I'm not just saying you you go. Yeah. I do think those things, but at the same time, I'm not going to let them know that. Mm-hmm. I I think a lot of people what they do when they set people up they put a lot of pressure on the thing he's the best he's the greatest and it's like no he's just a dude right. he's just like any other dude that wants to fuck and have fun and maybe they'll get along and hopefully it works out yeah but like uh, nine out of ten relationships don't, don't work, work out. out the tenth one ends in divorce fifty percent of the time happy Valentine's Day motherfuckers <laughs> you know so That's very uplifting but I'm yes. saying live in that reality right. not every relationship is going to work out so you know we live in this world of retweets mm-hmm. so no one speaks in meh anymore everyone speaks in I love or I mm. hate yeah you got to curb your enthusiasm in either direction yes them, nothing's right? as good as it yeah. seems nothing's as bad as it yeah, seems. yeah it's always like a shot in the dark and I mean like that but you really can't you can't initiate a setup without at least without a few pictures and like something about them that's like unique that would actually for me Be- for girls it's like some, some unique quality that you think what they, they would actually enjoy we totally agree on this but mm-hmm. be thoughtful because both of us I think have been put in the situation where it was like they weren't thoughtful. Right. I had this situation. This is a, a ridiculous story. I hope I can remember the whole thing. But mm-hmm. I I was got a text, you got to meet this girl from like an aunt of mine. And I was like, great. Who is she? Gives me the name. I Google. I find out she's like this like, like gorgeous reporter. Okay. okay. That's as far as I'll Sounds go. Sounds pretty good. Hot. And I'm like, oh my is it, god! Is it Megyn Kelly? <laughs> I fuck Megyn <laughs> Kelly. No, I, no, it's gorgeous. Like in like age range, it all works out. I'm like, oh, I definitely want to. And I'm like, and so I'm like, well, what what makes you? Does she want to meet me? Is she a cool you, aunt? Yeah, okay. you know, this is like a cool, you know, whatever. But like, I was like, so I started asking questions. I was like, does she? Does she? Has she looked at me? Does she like? When you set someone up, you need to go to your party and be like, "Hey, what do you think of this setup?" You have to get both sides equally. You know, you can't just go to one blindly and go, "I should." Because I looked her up and I go, "Yeah, great, I'm down." Right? How does she feel about me? She didn't. Had no idea. She wasn't asked to be set up. Nothing. And I sent her this text like, "Hey, so and so told me to get in touch," and then she was like, "I uh, really?" And I was like, "Oh, she gave you her number without 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 anything." Oh no, that's that's like also. one oh setting up one oh one. And I okay, I always yeah. here's what you do. You've gotta you've gotta do this thing where you get the uh you get the person who's least likely to be into the 
into the thing to mm-hmm. agree first. Yes. And then if they agree, then you push it to the person who like would more clearly you go say to the yes. uglier one second. Yes. Yes. Go out of their league to the more <laughs> yeah. in their league. Yeah. Be realistic. Right. Yeah. I think that's what all we're asking. With I always setups. do that. Right. I'm first. I flag the person who I know is going to be either more annoying about it mm. or um, more picky. Sure. Right. But then also release yourself from it. Don't sit there and be like, so what's going on? Yeah. It's not your fucking thing. You don't have to be reported you're to. You're not the great. You're not the teacher in this whole yeah. thing. This has nothing to do with you. You wanted to do a nice thing, then go ahead and do a nice thing. But don't act like don't lord over this. Right. Like I remember when my two friends that now marry with a kid. Mm-hmm. I like there was like two months later, and he was like, "Yeah, we're gonna we're like spending the day together." I go, "This is still going on." <laughs> You didn't ask? Never asked. Okay, girls, just, are, <laughs> girls are much nosier with, yeah, that, well, with, that, with that hands-off thing. I think it's better. I think it's like... Oh, my God. I'm like, how'd it go? Like, what are you thinking? Um, how was... Uh, <laughs> it just adds so much pressure. What was your pressure. favorite part of the date? What was your least favorite? This shouldn't work. That's gonna, the thing. Are you going to see her again? I think you should see her again. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think you should... Uh, give it another Another date. shot. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Just... This is I'm what not, happens. I'm invested in this This, is, But this is what's so awful yeah. about a setup is that you... And, and the reason... Like... First of all, just by you setting them up, mm-hmm. the guy's going to be more of a nice guy. Just the right. act of you putting Most them likely. together because he's going to be a nicer guy than rando off of dating app mm-hmm. because he has to look you in the face. I call it the aunt theory. I've been talking about this. I probably said it on this podcast before right. where it's right. like you have to answer to somebody for why this ended at some point. Right. So if like you fix someone up, you're going to go. Jared, what the hell? You fix me up. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Jared, so what happened with so-and-so? Yeah, I just kind of like, we fucked and I just left. And you'd be like, what? Yeah, what, what type no. of monster exactly. are you? And I'd be like, like oh, <laughs> shit. I, I, I forgot. I would never do that. all this pain and suffering. Yeah. Like, I've just done this terrible I thing. I think yeah. twice about, I think seven times right. about a, a fix-up. You owe them more. Yeah. Be, oh, then I do the a an, Tinder or I mean, a dating app. just really means like how much more likely am I to treat you like a human being? Yes. Than like <laughs> anyone else, you're such an asshole. But, I, I, <laughs> but we talked about this a little bit last yeah. episode yeah. where it's like, I'm not just going to go into this casually. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you're out there looking for something serious, if you're out there looking for you, you, you're on a dating app, but you're like, I'm looking for a relationship. Well, maybe the dating app wasn't the first place you should have went to. Just because right. it's there doesn't mean it's the right thing for you. If you're out there being like, well, all these guys never, I don't know what they're looking for. I don't know this. I don't know that. Well, why don't you go to your three best friends and be like, hey, do you guys know any guys? And I know that's hard to do. No, I, yeah, I think that's the best the best move because usually like the best way to meet people, and I think most people meet some, someone through their like extended network. You know, mm. you meet at a pregame. You meet at a pregame. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, why weddings are such a great opportunity yeah. to meet people. And it's like you go to wed- everyone's like, oh, hookups at weddings. Or it's people that like your friend that you like. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you like each other? Right. It's like the same thing with college. It sort of like sorts people like naturally into the kind of where they would be. Yes. And then it puts you with other like minded people. Totally. And and just remember, we need to see the pictures. We need yes. to see. Don't live in this like, well, I'll make sure. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't like this idea that like, because what happens is if you don't send the pictures. Then you have to ask for that. And then you have to say no. Yeah. I have right. to go review these pictures and go, well, I'm sorry. Well, Didn't here's the thing. Add up to my boner. If you're not sending the picture right away, it's because... It's a reason. It's because it's, it's not a plus. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've... It's a I've, subtraction. For either one. For, I've tried... People have tried to set set me up with people when I was sure. single. And it's like, I need the... I'm like, we're, girls need the pictures too. We need, we're not... This isn't a guy or girl thing. This is a human yeah, thing. Yeah. We all need the pictures. I'm, I've learned a lot about setting people up for my brother who I set up constantly and he's very picky and he is no he's just very blunt what's his too. response to to fix-ups like what does he come he likes with? them yeah he likes when when i do them but he's also very critical about who he goes out with he's also like older he's been on a shit ton of dates he's like yeah. i don't really want to waste my time if this is just like a girl that you've heard yeah is like is single and has a pulse sure well this like, is the yeah. that's the scariest part about fix-ups is mm-hmm. that you're just oh single people right the last losers <laughs> You know, the last people on the island, I guess you two have to be together. Right. Game over. Yeah, it's very awkward when you try to set someone up and then the other person, and then one person agrees and the other person isn't interested. Well, this person that my aunt put me in touch with that I texted and it Mm. just didn't work out, she also gave the number to my brother. What? And I was like, what are you doing to us? Oh my God. What is this? Against each other? Yeah, I was like, what kind of Cain and Abel situation is this? This is crazy. And I looked at her, I go, what are you doing? 
That's crazy. I like yelled at her. I was like, are you like, I think that's fair. Did, did either of you go out with her? No. <laughs> <laughs> Both of us just sitting there in Loserville. Right. It was just, it was just one of those situations where it's like, you, you, if you're going to be the person, cause I know a lot of women love setting people up just like you mm-hmm. said. And it's like, well, be a little bit thoughtful. Right. And Abs- be, very, be very thoughtful. Be yeah. very thoughtful. Yeah. And, and like when I, when I put, you know, I do a joke where I'd like guys set up people that look alike. <laughs> it's really kind of what we do. I, well, at least on, you want them to be on like an equal ish level. Yeah. Of like attractive. Well, that's why you get that offended. That doesn't mean like super attractive or super on just like on a similar level. There's nothing more offensive than right. saying who people want to set you up with. Yeah. And you're like, you think that this, this is, is me. You think that this is my match. Yeah. That's me. You think this is my Two equal. things offend me. It's who you want to set me up with and what celebrity you think I look like. Those are two. Those are two too. I always get like the, the like Jewiest looking girls. And I hate, and I always know, I, I put a, did a whole post about this. How sometimes people are like Joey from friends. I'm like, thank you. Well, that's good. And then sometimes it'll be Jason Biggs. And I'll be like, you hate Jews. <laughs> you <laughs> Jason Biggs isn't just, even Jewish. I know. And you just went with the Jewiest looking and I'm right. like, okay, I, I need, yeah. but then anytime someone comes to you with like, you know who you look like, I literally shudder into a ball. Yeah. And want to like end my own life. Because it's rarely like someone that's flattering. It's just never flattering. Yeah. It's never fun. And everyone thinks they look one celebrity better looking than they are. That's true. Everyone yeah. goes one celebrity Everyone's up. Everyone's like, what do you mean? I'm like, so I'm, I've got, who did I get the other day? I got like Leah Michelle or like Aubrey Plaza or one of those people. I'm like, I thought I was in the like, not Angelina Jolie tier, but like, you know, like maybe like right under that. <laughs> I, was, I was at a show once and I made the, made the mistake of looking at a guy. I go, I go, you look like Michael Chiklis. And Who is if, that again? He was the commish, the shield. Uh, he was in Fantastic Four. So Google Michael Chiklis right now. Okay. Yeah. okay. okay. And in, I'll show you Michael Chiklis because it's like he was. Uh, pause for Googling people. Oh. Google pause. Google pause. But he, and he looks at me and he goes, I'm not my, no, nah, I never got. And I go, you never got, I was really early in comedy and it was like one of my first show and I'm bombing and I'm like, you look like Michael Chiklis. And he's going, nah, no, 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 yeah. that's not who I got. I go, who do you look, who do you get? And he just goes, uh, Vin Diesel. <laughs> and I'm like, I gotta see this other guy for it to, this to is Michael Chiklis. Just oh, another bald okay. that white guy. guy. does not look like Vin Diesel. <laughs> that guy looks like, this guy was more towards Chickless than Diesel. The guy looks like a bald Santa. Yeah. <laughs> and this guy was like, no, nah, yeah. I get Vin Diesel. It's like, oh, we're all out of our minds. Exactly. We're all crazy. Yeah. We all have no idea what we look like. And that's so just by, what it is. Yeah, you're a little, everyone thinks they're a little smarter and a little hotter than they are. Yeah, it's that's why a, you need to start setting up people with a little more thought as to what they're going to get out of this than more than you. I agree. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time Time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from 
from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Let's do some questions. You ready? So we get so many emails and listen, people keep sending them in UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com and do me a solid right now. Go on iTunes, subscribe, rate and review. That's what we need, right? Yeah. We need this. This this could be the biggest podcast in America. I have a feeling about it. I have the definitive dating podcast. The definitive dating. I think it could be. Do that. Go ask your friend to set you up with with a single guy that's... (laughs) She thinks to get along with. Oh, also, we're gonna like start having guests oh, and yeah. like big gets and names and stuff. So like, it's this gonna is, be crazy. It's gonna be. You're gonna want to be here. Nutty. <laughs> hey guys, I started a casual relationship for about two months with a girl that I got along with great. I think she would say the same. We went out on a handful of fun dates and things were starting to show some promise. After a great night, she came back to my place and we started hooking up. We took a break for a few minutes and she brought up her ex-boyfriend and it was a huge turnoff. She left shortly after and I haven't heard from her since. I took that since she brought up her ex. She wasn't into what we were doing and I've given her space. My question is twofold. Did I read that correctly that she isn't over her ex? They dated three years and have been broken up 10 months but apparently are still in contact. Also... I know I'll see her again. How do I play it to potentially start things up with her again, or is it a lost cause? I didn't want to come off as desperate by constantly texting her after that night. Uh, thanks for the help in advance. Love the podcast. What do you think? So the the first part of the question is sorry. The first part of the question is what that she's basically they they've been two months of hooking up. It sounds like casual relationship and then one night she brings up the ex he gets a little bit offended maybe i think too offended mm-hmm. and she cla- but he also found out that they're still in contact right they dated for three years and they're still and they're still talk and now he's given her space haven't talked since mm-hmm. how does he re- restart or should he just leave it i think relation the one thing that people people always take things personally relationships are so much about timing i think we yeah. talked about this on a previous podcast with sure. like a girl that you were hooking up with that had a, a lingering ex yeah 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 right um, and people sometimes like they're they're I think usually they're not ready. They get into dating or hooking up with people way before they're ready. Totally. And they're just not in a position to do anything serious with anyone. And I mean, you can't really rush that. So I, what I would do with this girl is I would leave her alone. Mm-hmm. I would say to her, like, I would just be honest with her. I'd say, hey, I had a really good time with you. It seems like you still might be like have some feel some feelings mm-hmm. from a different relationship. That's totally fine. Um, if you ever feel like you like want wants to move on or want, you know, to see me again. Yeah. Feel free to text me. I'd love to hear from you. I'd you, love to go out again. You know, I, I, I do understand why he backed off. I think, mm-hmm. I think, um, I do think that you can be a little less concerned with the ex. I think the, I don't think she just mentioned an ex and he was like, fuck this bitch. I mm-hmm. think she was like, we're still in contact. And he was like, oh, that I, I, it yeah. sounds like it was more than what he puts on. In right. This email. That it wasn't totally closed. Yeah, is, is, and, and and I think him backing off was the right move mm-hmm. where, you know, I do like hearing about someone's ex and past relationships when I date them. How early? Very early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like I like talking about it. Like first date? First or second date, okay. just like because, and, and not in the way where I'm like quizzing them on like what happened, what's wrong with them, what's wrong with you. It's more like I just want to hear how they talk about it. Right. Like if I'm on a date with a girl and, and I'm like, so when was your last relationship? And they're like, you know, 10 months ago. And I'm like, well, how did it end? What's going on? And they're like, and then you can kind of just, you know, you read a body language with that mm-hmm. and you see like, oh, how over it they are, how over it they are and how, how into that they were. I think like, I think, yeah, I agree with that. And I think that a way that the way that the person describes their ex 
totally it's like very telling of like what can tell you a lot about who they are and a lot about their maturity level and a lot about their self-awareness totally and right? and, and it's all their fault it's like oh it wasn't a little your right. fault in or to say like hey this person's a good person just didn't work out like i always enjoy hearing that yeah i, I like hearing what went wrong what because that's them explaining their standards Right. That's them being like, well... That tells you a lot about what they're looking for now. In a partner. Mm -hmm. And I think for him, the only way to... It's like a Chinese finger trap a lot of times dealing with someone that's like still in contact with an ex. If you pull too hard, it ain't going to like... You know, it's not going to go well. You know, and you got to kind of like push off a little bit. And I think what he did, I think with the old ex, you say, listen, I think it's okay to check in with vibes. Like, we talked a lot about, like, defining the relationship. We had that uh, big episode about that. But I think this is one of those moments where he's like, hey, when you mention the ex, I got a vibe that that's still going on. I don't really want to be involved with someone that's still maybe stuck on an ex. Right. Let me know if the, when that clears up. Yeah. That's I what, think that's, that's an okay. Right. I think that's, yeah, essentially what I was yeah, yeah, that's what saying. You said. Right. Just be, like, you know, non-judgmental or anything about it and just say like hey if you if you feel like you're like really ready to date I'm like I liked you and I'm, I'm I like I like hanging out with you and so give me, but a, give me here, a here's what people don't want when they're out of a relationship is the responsibility of another person just yet they're not right. ready they just got out of something where they were responsible and had to be considerate of someone else now this is me time so you are supposed to be fun me time to see if she wants to take you on as a future responsibility right so if he came to her and was like I'm angry about that X conversation. And she's going to be like, this is more work than I was even looking for at this point. I've right. done this. I just got out of the work. You're supposed to be fun. Right. So I think like if you get overly offended by this X, it can only hurt you. She's, it's going to push I, her yeah, away. I think when dating someone recently out of a relationship, it's important to just realize that there's a big possibility that that person isn't really ready for mm. like a whole new thing. And if you're okay with that, if you're okay with kind of something casual that may or may, may lead to something, but like yeah. it's odds are a little pitted against it just because they were just in something serious. If you're okay with that, then you can continue seeing them. But if that's something that gives you pause, then you probably shouldn't be seeing that person. Yeah. I, I had someone message me about, like an ex disappearing mm-hmm. and it's like, how come they're always like dead afterwards? I'm like, what would you, what's the, what would you want oh, otherwise? Yeah. I've heard, I've heard of girls being like, you, he never texted me again after I'm like, that sounds like amazing. <laughs> that's called a yeah, breakup. It's called closure. Like that's why if you didn't, if he was going to keep texting you, he'd want to still date you. Yeah. Like the, what yeah. this girl's doing with the 10 months off, but still in contact, that to me is more hurtful than the, we haven't spoken since the day he left. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because, that's because that's like that's not over yet. I'm not. I don't want to be with someone who's still half in a relationship. Yeah, and, and she's not even out there. She's mm-hmm. not even giving this guy a chance. She's right. bringing up exes that you know in bed. They're in the room together. Mm-hmm. She's bringing up an ex, and he's and he's like, "What the fuck? How did that happen?" Yeah, and they're still in contact, and it's like, how is she? Is she even living like a life worth finding something new? Right. It doesn't sound like she's in a space where she's ready to like get into something new, close one chapter. It sounds like she's still in the other chapter. I once dated a guy. Um, he was recently out of a relationship, okay. like um, less than six months. I think he was dating. He lived with the with the girl, and then it ended. Okay, that's um, a big breakup. Yeah, and I liked him, and I had a had a good good time dating him. And I was, but I was looking for a relationship, mm-hmm. and you know, we hung out for a few months, and then he was like, "Listen, like." I really like hanging out with you, but I don't want a girlfriend. I don't. Yeah. Want, I don't really want to like. Um, I like that I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Um, and that was fine. I mean, like, obviously, it's upsetting if you like someone, but I didn't. Re- I think it was the first time I really dated someone so fresh out of a relationship, and mm-hmm. I didn't take into account like that that would be something that would you know that that was even going through his head. Yeah, I think when you get out of a relationship, there's a moment where you're just like, I don't want to deal. I don't want to compromise me at all right now. Right. And being in a relationship is total compromise. It's mm-hmm. hey, we're going to do something on Friday and well, maybe if you if right. you want to do it 80%, yeah, right. I have to answer yeah. you. I have to answer you and if yeah. I want to do it 80%, I still have to do it. Right. Because there's another time that I want to do other stuff with you and we have to go back and forth. Yeah, and it, it, the timing was was wrong. I think he um, so we ended that, and then he actually like he reached out to me like I don't know like six to eight months after that, yeah. I guess or whatever. But you know, I was seeing someone else. But it's just saying it's all about like the timing. Someone, it's not necessarily personal. Sometimes just about like I think he back this dude. If he backs off, he sends that text that we're talking mm-hmm. about. He backs off, and he sees her again. And he's like, "What's going on? Be cool." 
Yeah. I think that that's the one thing with like people get so personally offended. It's like it's not about you. It's not about you. Right. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows hi j squared love this podcast and all of your others uh j train betchlap the bachelor keep up the solid work my question for you is this: a good solid yes <laughs> thank you Decent. thank you for that kind, kind of compliment yeah um, my question for you is this. I started seeing a guy back in the fall and things started out great. We met through a mutual friend, immediately had good chemistry and really easy and fun conversation. After about two weeks of talking, we went on our first date and had an amazing time. He seemed to be very into me. He made plans to take me to dinner for our next date and then a few more in the following weeks as well. He always initiated the dates and would be excited to plan them. I thought I had finally met a guy who seemed to have a mature but still fun attitude towards dating. Isn't that what we're all looking for? Finally. As as ladies. (laughs) Finally found that one. No, I think that's an interesting, just on a side, I think that's an interesting trade note that trade off that girls often see. It's like we want someone who like wants to be in a relationship, but not someone who's like, Who's like too serious? Who can't yeah. like, have fun and like a, and occasionally black out? Someone to have fun with, but will still stick around in the morning and make sure we go to breakfast. Exactly. The holidays came up and made things tough to see each other. He's from way out of state, went home for extended stays in both Thanksgiving and Christmas. But I didn't really let that bother me because I knew we weren't serious, and he still kept in touch with me while he was away. He even said a few times he was excited to see me when he got back. Flash forward to now, and I feel like he has aged in reverse, Benjamin Button style. He hasn't made any plans to hang out with me in a while, and the way he talks with me reminds me of an immature college kid who's trying to keep a girl interested enough to hook up. I'm not devastated by this development by any means, but it has left me really confused. My question to you both is, why do you think he switched from mature and chill adult to horny college boy? Uh, (laughs) If he was just down for a casual hookup type deal all along, then why did he start out by courting me and making it seem like he was invested in me? I've made it clear to him that I'm not down to just hook up and he's and still he has continued to talk to me. I feel like if he knows we're not on the same page in that regard, he just stopped talking to me altogether. But alas, here we are in this gray area for the contact. Just for context, we're both 25. We live in the same city. We both went to good schools and have good jobs and are all around pretty basic. So there's no weird quirks or anything. Would love to know what you guys think. Best dated and best dated and confused. This is I love the term Benjamin buttoning. 
for dating. The reverse aging. The reverse aging. Yeah. The whole idea that um, they start out as a man and become a boy. And it's, you know, I, yeah, I think that's me every time I've I come. <laughs> every time I climax. You let, you let, your, uh, you let your, your kind, gentlemanly self go and you suddenly become just a beast. I go from man, macho man, beast of a man, courting, opening doors to wah, wah, boo, boo. Yeah. Baby. So I feel like with guys, a lot of the time, at least my assessment is sure. like, you can't really trust a ton of what they say before they sleep with you. Because yeah, we're we we have this cloud of cum in our right. head, and it's uh, it's 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 really we can get over it. You know, you, some girls probably rolling her eyes at that line right now. Cloud but of cum. Cloud of cum. That but sounds you, like a like a song. It, <laughs> it's like a country song. Yes. Cloud of cum in my mind, and then I saw your face. <laughs> you know, I I don't know. You'd say. Stay tuned for Jared's country album. It's coming out. Oh, yeah. That's what it's going to be the name of the album. It's coming out. It's country album. <laughs> I, I'm country. I, I, but I think um, the idea that like you'll... I, I have this warning to girls. Mm-hmm. And this is like a very small example of it. Um, but and I think he... He did what I've done a million times. Yeah, you you go and be this perfect you know person. You know what boxes they want to check. You look like a certain type, right? And then you sleep together and you go, I, eh. Eh. yeah, mm-hmm. literally. And yeah. and you move on and you and you don't want to be an asshole. Where where all guys are very afraid of being this dick. Right. Even though we've discussed, we've the discussed more dickish move is to uh, just so kind of like lead this, someone. On. Yeah, this guy is trying to let you know where you stand by his actions. Mm-hmm. He's trying to have no breakup where the idea is, hey, we cool, but we cool like this, right. not like, because if I do, because he's probably thinking if I do one more boyfriend like thing, we are now in a relationship and I'll have to dump you at some point. Yeah, I think he's letting her know not straight, straightforwardly, like a in my opinion, a real man. Sure. Um, but by his like douchey kind of actions, he's just kind of gonna be like, I'm just gonna kind of like kind of like act however I want to act now because I've I kind of like I'm now I'm no longer clouded. I don't really think there's a serious future, but like yeah. I'm not trying to just like ignore you. Totally. And she's holding on to it because she knows what he can be. Mm-hmm. So she's really holding on to like I've kind of mentioned this a little bit. She's holding on to a stock that once was good and now has gone bad. Right. So she's like afraid to sell it off because what if it comes back? That's the, the this mm-hmm. is like the whole idea right. with well, the stock he, well, market. Yeah, at one point he was like a great guy. What if, why don't I hold it, hold out and maybe he'll, you know, start acting like he did in the beginning. Like, but guess what, happen. baby? Not going to happen. That yeah. guy's not coming back. That it's was Enron. him. Yeah, this is, he's Enron. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of he's him. Done. And and the other thing is, the, the thing that I tell women a lot and they'll come to me and they'll say like, oh, he was... I guys who are too much too soon, you got to beware. I agree. I think there's guys and they're really good at talking. Yeah. They're really good at knowing what to say. They sure. say they can kind of figure out what you want to hear and they can say it like that. And those guys they they sleep with a lot of girls. Yes. They sleep with a lot of girls, they're good at it. Um which is why I mean like you always say like, you know, like girls should be a little more casual about sex. It's like sometimes they are taken in by these guys. Mm-hmm. They list. They believe what the, the guy goes on with the we and we should do this. Yep. And we should do that. Mm-hmm. And they sleep with the girl, and then they like slowly disappear or, fa- or quickly disappear. Sure. And that's why a lot of girls are very hesitant to to sleep with a guy too soon because they know that yeah. once you do it, things are always a little different. Well, it's also these guys have very little personality, and what they're doing is they're mm-hmm. saying they know that if they wrote and you see it like it's very. Sometimes you see it in extreme ways. Where like guys are like you're the most beautiful, gorgeous thing I've ever seen in my entire life, and they're doing it over the app, and right. they haven't even met yet. Yeah. And you're like, that guy only knows how to uh, court a girl in the ways that is just I love you, I need you, ooh baby, ooh baby. Right. And it's not him being like myself and maybe risking the loss of the girl by being not her cup of tea. He right. knows that she likes being pursued and being thought of as this. 
you know, this amazing part, you know, and he says, she'll be like, oh, we went on seven dates in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, because that's the only way he knows how to get you to like him. Right. It's like time and, in. Time, time <laughs> yes. Right, yeah. and, how much time? Instead of being like, hey, uh, I can't do Tuesday. Let's do next mm-hmm. week and you'll see me when I see you and maybe we'll get along and maybe we won't. Well, what do you think is like the is the best way for a girl to kind of figure out if a guy is just is like full of shit? And just wants to sleep with her, or if a guy is genuinely interested in her. I think a lot of girls struggle with that because they're like, the guy seems very interested. He seems really into her. He's a little bit of, he's a little bit bullshitty. And then like, they have sex and things go differently. I think a lot of girls want to know how to like protect themselves from that. I don't think you can ever protect yourself fully. Mm-hmm. I think that's the one thing. The, the big lie is like, how do like? There's no answer to this question. You right. know, it's been going on since the beginning of time. Uh, guys want to have sex. Girls want to, you know, be with guys and then have sex. You know, like it's right. a, you know. So we're at this weird juncture where we're not on the same page. And I think the one thing girls can do is own what they want. You know, I want to be with this type of guy, and then only judge them on actions. And right. texts are not. Actions. I can't say this enough. I completely agree. With that. This right. guy messaging you over break or over vacation, that took him no, no time, no investment. That's just him do, checking the box to make sure that you'll blow him if and when he's ready. Right. Words are very, very easy. It's very easy to just say whatever the fuck you want. Totally. All right. What you have to do, I agree with you 100%, is look at what a guy is doing. What are his actions? You know, my brother once told me about this this three-pronged way to sort of like see if how interested in you someone is. Okay. It's called um, difficult, expensive, and public. Okay. That's what you have to look at all the act- actions and like <laughs> okay. the higher it is on all three of those things, like the more, the more he likes, the more it. he's into you. Yeah. If he does some, if he's doing something that's not easy for him to do, if he's spending a lot of money, yeah. and if he's doing something very public with you, that's not like yeah, the public know, thing's yeah. big, yeah. and that is a big thing these days. And like the reason we get so into texts is because it's easy to feel like you're reading someone's personality from that, mm-hmm. but we're writing our own scripts. Yeah, that's not who we are. That's who we want to be. Exactly. And that's not even, it's not even like a phone call where you can't be like like talking to, you know what I mean? When you're on the phone, you really have to be like on this. You could be texting yeah. literally like 15 people at the same time. Totally. And and here's the other thing. You have to put yourself out there enough to get hurt. And mm-hmm. this guy has to put himself out there enough to hurt you. Mm-hmm. And that and I don't mean that physically obviously. I'm just saying that a lot of guys, this guy in particular is avoiding hurting this girl. But he's at, but right, but by doing that, he's, he's, hurting ca- her he's more. causing like a slightly less amount of pain dragged out over a longer period of time. Totally agree. But that's what makes him not a guy who's willing to date her. You know, right. he's or, he's avoiding he, the idea of ever hurting her. So like if he if if she's like if, if, it's the same it's kind of like the the other side of the of the of of the dime type of deal where it's like you like if like we always talk about like like girls do put themselves out there a lot of times, but sometimes they'll hold back and they'll be like, "Well, I'm not gonna have sex with him because I want to know that he's really into this and really wants yeah. me, or whatever." And it's like that's okay, but also you kind of have to jump off the cliff at some point. Right, you got to be willing to get hurt. But the, mm-hmm. but the other side of that for guys that are listening, like if you want to date somebody and you're wondering what the fuck is going on here, you gotta and also to judge guys, they have to be putting themselves in a position to at some point have to dump you. You know, right. like, and sometimes you just got to do it, even though you don't like to. Do sure, yeah. but but if they're avoiding hangouts that make you more serious, that's a guy who doesn't want to be serious. Right. So like this guy, he had whatever the courting phase was. They fucked. They go on vacation. They come back, and now it's like, why is he acting like a ten year old? It's because ten year olds don't dump people. Yeah, <laughs> like ten year olds, uh, you know, kind of like see you when they see you. And that's, the, you know, the answer. And he might even want to, like, you know, la- keep you around for a late night whatever thing. And that doesn't sound like that's what you're interested in. I'm keeping up so many messages with so many girls right now, and it's getting exhausting. <laughs> I'm ready to be done with it. Listen, girls who are I, listening. That's, yeah, if that's you're listening really and I've texted you. You're not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be honest. I'm, I, I, I can't. And then I ask myself, I'm like, why am I doing this? Yeah, dating, why? dating is hard for a girl. It is. I'm saying there's like a lot of things to factor in. There's a lot of pain that goes into dating. Yeah. I'm sure on both ends too for men as well. Probably a little more for girls. But it I've, can get exhausting to be with enough, especially, I mean, to be with enough guys, I think, who do that kind of thing. Who sure. are like kind of full of shit. It is. All, to, there is. A, I think there is a sense of being able to 
to spot those guys. I think the more you sure. date, the more you you learn that kind of thing. And I think girls, yeah, we have to we have to understand that sometimes it's not going to work out. Sometimes you do find a guy who's like just interested in sleeping with you, mm-hmm. and maybe that hurts a little bit. But you pick up, you move on, and you you look for something else in the next guy. Like I, I'll I'll give you an example, mm-hmm. okay? Because we're talking about fix ups and all this shit. Okay. Um, and I'll get a little personal. Okay. On this. That's good. On the, on the UUP podcast. U- UUPatches.com. Just, just for you listeners. Just for you million people out there. Yes. That's right. A million. Million. You fucking heard me. So I I was set up with a girl and um, it was by a family member. And now I'm in this position where it's like, and then we went out and the family member I'm friends with and now I'm the girl and we go out and I'm like, cool, fun. But I, I'm not willing to go i don't i don't want to get in a position where i'm like lose my relationship with the family member that set us up so i kind of like backed away a little bit okay and then i keep getting texts like well what are you doing and then i'll get texts from her and being like what are you doing late night what do you would you know you going out tonight you went out with her or you haven't been out we did her? one day okay and then it's been like this kind of an embarrassing amount of cancellations on my side okay and there was a point where still I, keeps coming back keeps coming okay. back and i kind of said to her i was like listen i i i enjoyed your company um i just I can't get out of my head how bad this could act could eventually go. Yeah, absolutely okay. true. And I I sent that text and I go, mm-hmm. I go. I just want to. And then you know the text kind of came back and and then we saw each other and like it was like, hey, what are you doing tonight? And I'm constantly put in this position. And I think a lot of girls. And I'm trying to give you, if anyone wants to empathize with the other side, I'm trying to give you the other side of this mm-hmm. and why guys a lot of times are so afraid of dumping because we're always put in the position of the bad guy. A lot of times. Right. It's always, just say you don't want to fuck me. And it's like, (laughs) at what point do you not get the hint that this is a tough thing for me and let's just walk away under terms? Right, but you you want us to get the hint because it's easier for you if we just get the hint, right? It's easier for both of us, too. No, it's easier for it's easier for us if you just say, listen, I like I I had a good time. I don't really feel like a real connection. That's easier. That's easier. I'm sure. saying, I'm saying in the pain threshold of like the you're ripping the bandaid off. The girl feels shitty about it for like a, anywhere sure. from a few hours to to 3 days tops mm-hmm. if you went on one date. Mm-hmm. Um and then she moves on. If you do this thing where you're like making some excuses or you're kind of like being like but I, I but if we go back to the story, mm-hmm. I did send the text that is like the let's just and then I get back the text of like yeah, around tonight. And now like, you sent you sent the text of I got received the text. Like, are you around tonight? Right. This is after I sent the like I don't want to like ruin the relationship with it. But I'm saying like okay, so she's not taking the hint. That hint was pretty that's clear. That's not even a hint. That's that was like a, a definitive right, ending. That's a no. But at the same time, that cloud of come. Okay, so like so I'm just you saying, you, so that's no, I didn't I didn't you meet up with her, but I'm just saying it gets exhausting as a guy, and I don't think I don't think a lot of women will understand this. Um, but just take uh, this is what this podcast is for right. to put these grievances out there. Is that a lot of time you're always put in the position to like to be this stopper, to be bad cop. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, it's very rare where the girl is like. Like kind of just let lets it go, and, or breaks up with, it, or yeah, ends right. it with you. Girls put up with bullshit guys for so long, and I just don't understand that mentality. Like from a guy, like a lot of these guys, this Benjamin Button, he probably would just disappear if she just never texted him again. Right, and that's hard to do, and you're not going to get answers. But the answers that he'd have to give are very difficult to give. To look and, someone in the eye and just go. You and I. You don't. Uh-uh. You don't have to look at her, and he doesn't have to look. At I know. Her, he just he has to text just, it. He could just say like, "Hey, like, had a good time. Like, I just don't really see this developing into anything sure. more serious." I just think that's such an easy text. If the person wants to take it personally, that says more about them than you. Absolutely. But me personally, like, I've sent that text to, like a, a ton, and I always feel like after that, I'm like, "Whoa, I'm like a great person." Sure. I've like if they if if they come back with something like mean or weird, I'm like, okay, like. I'm very happy that I didn't continue to date this person. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, there's, it, it feels, I think honesty is here's just so the, refreshing. Here's the problem though. A lot of people do take it personally. 
And 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 well, is the other side people of people you want to date. Those are <laughs> exactly, and that's why you're trying to like get the fuck away from them because you're like, oh, this is gonna be. I'm the evil one mm-hmm. at every turn. Yeah, and it's uh, that's exhausting. I'm just saying like that. If you go on a date uh, one week and you have a good enough time, but not a great time, and then you're like, you know, and then you end up te- getting a text from them that weekend. What are you doing this weekend? And you're like, well, I'm out. And then they're like, well, why don't you come here? And now it's like, it, what do you say that? This is a girl that's texting you. Yeah, why don't you come here? And it's like, what do you say then? Well, do you want to? Yeah, well, then now I'm doing the math. Do I want to, like, put the energy into this? And and that's, and and I'm just saying there's a lot of times where you're put in a position, girls put you in a position to say no a lot. Right. And because they're like, hey, I'm here. I'm good. I'm fun. I'm having a great time. You're a great time. I'm a great time. Let's just do this. And you're like, why am I the miserable one? make it seem like it's casual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's, it's funny because I feel like you're saying, like, girls make it seem like like if you're hooking up, it can be casual. And guys, like, before they hook up with you, make it seem like they're going to get much more serious than they actually Yes, absolutely. So guys are pretending to be, be like, taking it much more seriously. And girls are pretending to take it much more casually. Yeah. And if everyone could just say what they want, everyone would would save a ton of time. And it's all this uh, under this idea that you're going to scare someone away with with your standards with your honesty and your honesty right or you don't yeah no one people don't like to be honest because they think it's like a losing move it's not when it's not when it's like the losing move is to just not get what you want sure you know and and i think for her like she's like well how is he like a young guy now and it's like yeah he said that he was a good guy and he said the things that he knew what was he supposed to say and i guess the you know, I, I I would hope that most relationships would start at like, yeah, uh, you seem cool. Let's hang out. And, mm-hmm. and that sometimes is that's really vague. You know, you seem cool. Let's hang out right. could be. Well, plus I'm looking for more. And it's like, you know, it, it's not really sexy for the girl to be like, well, you you're, you're are you dating anyone else right now? And it's like, well, we haven't gone on one date. Like, it's it's very tough with these things. Right. That's why, like, I kind of go back to this, like, personal responsibility of her being like she wants answers that we can't give that he would have a lot of trouble giving. But I can give her the answers to this right. guy's well, problem. This guy fucked and he's ready to go fuck other chicks. Yeah, sometimes you need to read between the lines. Again, I think that becomes easier with uh, the more people you date, the easier it is to read between the lines, the easier it is to kind of spot like the kinds of guys that are looking for a certain thing or look, yeah. for, look for actions. Again, I just don't... I, my general rule of thumb is just don't believe anything a guy says. <laughs> really, it's just like you can yeah. just see how he acts and if you, the guy is just feeding you shit, then like that doesn't really mean... Words are words, you also, know? Also, if you're disappointed by someone, mm-hmm. then they're not good enough. Right, yeah. This guy, like again, I think that's the issue with a lot of these girls' emails that we read. They're yeah. like, how do I interpret this behavior? What am I supposed to make of this behavior? It's like, spend less time interpreting the behavior and more time thinking, like, what do I want? It doesn't sound like I'm getting, like, what I need out of yeah. this. And it's so a, I should leave, not like, how, how does he feel about me? It's like, am I getting what I want in this? And it's a fear of being alone, which, yeah. listen, alone, real. you know, alone isn't so bad. <laughs> It can be fun, too. That's true. Yeah, you got to embrace that. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do some games. Let's do some games. Okay. And you can send in if you have game ideas you want to see us play, uh, UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. And do me a favor. If you're listening right now, that means you're a fan. You're enjoying yourself because we're, we're late in the podcast right now. 
Take a screenshot of the of your phone right now. Post it on Instagram stories. Post it on Snap stories. Tag us both. We're gonna say hello. I'm gonna say we thank will. you, and uh, let people know how much you love this podcast. Just there let them know. Our handles are just our full names. At Jordana Abraham. At Jared Freed. Boom. Yes. Check it out. Um, okay. Red flag or deal breaker? They have a spreadsheet breaking down the amount of that you, both of you spend on everything, and they make sure it's a hundred percent even. Deal breaker. Deal breaker. I mean, what world can you live with this person? That they're uh, this a spreadsheet. How sexy could this relationship be? They want it to all be even. Was there a timer they're, when you fuck too? They're into fairness. <laughs> you go down on her, and yeah. she's like, "Ding, okay, you've Sorry. done your ten. It's like a massage. Yeah, yeah, it's a massage. <laughs> Turnover. <Thumbs up>. Switch. <laughs> what is it for you? Um, yeah, I would agree with that. Deal that's, breaker. That's pretty, especially from a guy. That's pretty unsexy. Oh, if a guy yeah. did that, I mean, my God. Also, I Does think... Does he want to get laid exactly. ever again? I think relationships are about, like, giving in general, so... Yeah, and also, yeah. like, they're... You don't want to keep score. You don't want to keep score. Also, everyone's doing that math in their head where they're like, okay, he's taking me on the last three dates. Uh, yeah. I'm going to take this one over. And, like, if you do that, that's fine enough, you know? Like, and if you're worried about that stuff, maybe you should go get a new job and not right. date for a bit. If that's your mentality towards it. Okay. They call... So I'll put this in different terms. Okay. Because I think it's different for man okay. and woman. They call their mom, mommy. Okay. Or they call their dad, dad daddy. daddy. For a girl. For a girl, right. dad, daddy. For a guy, mom, mommy. I think that's... Red flag or deal breaker. Everything else is great. Everything's great. I feel like I would, I would find it to be a big turnoff. Yeah. I don't know if I would like end it. I would just be like, I would find it to be a turnoff. I'd be like, but you, it would be a red ma- flag. It would, it would be emasculating. Yeah. I think for him. So red flag or deal breaker? Red flag. But you're sticking around. You're like, I only see the mom whenever I see the mom. Yeah. That mom has to be unbearable though. Can you that's think she, of a, her, the that mom adult, that allows. That her adult son is still calling her mommy. mommy and, and she's in. Right. Like, she doesn't see the issue. she was supposed to correct that term, like, mm, I don't know, 20 years ago. Probably. Or the dad. Right. He, what, what should happen is the but dad the go, the dad, daddy. what are you doing, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> it's your mom. It's just... <laughs> and then the mom, the mom has such a stranglehold over the dad that he's afraid to say, so this is a whole fucked up family. Yeah. So the mom has such a stranglehold over the dad that the dad can't tell the son to stop calling his mom mommy. Maybe she likes it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're saying she enjoys it. She enjoys living in the past. She goes up to babies and smells them. Uh, do you know anyone who calls their any guys that you... calls her mom, mommy? I've yeah. never heard such a thing. Maybe I know privately. one guy. I know one guy who refers to his dad as just dad. So anytime you're with him, because I know he him, refers in, like to you. Like he so he'll be like, "Yeah, dad is doing like we're brothers." <laughs> he doesn't say my dad. He doesn't say my. He doesn't put any ownership <laughs> right. over dad. And every time he does, I'm like, what? It's it makes me feel a little bit weird. That is I, weird. He's like, it's not my dad. Yeah, mom is like as if like you're like it's it's like as if your dad is the dad of the community. Yeah. Like as if your dad's <laughs> the oldest one in this small yeah. village. Don't be so narcissistic. He's not G- yeah, yeah. Gammy. You know, yeah. <laughs> like it's you know it's so weird. It's a weird one. Yeah, it's like Mike Pence. He calls his mom mother. Or he's mother. Called, he calls his wife mother. 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 You ever hear that? My grandfather kind of did that with my grandmother, where she go, he go, "Mama," <laughs> like he'd do that. Um, to me, I thought it was like a Midwestern thing. So I don't know. Midwestern, Indiana. Mama, you know, he would yeah. always do that. But that was uh, it's weird. What about the girl with the dad? I feel like that's more with the dad. That's that more I've realistic. Seen. That I've, I've, seen I've seen. I've seen a lot of girls who call their dads daddy. It always. It always rubs me the wrong way. I think it hurt, it's kind of creepy. It itches. It, right? it, it, it definitely isn't nothing. But there is a moment where you're like, it's kind of hot. Is it? As, as crazy weird, as that sounds. Um, but then there's also like, there's also like what's, they really like each other too much. Yeah, that's like obviously like some sort of daddy's girl thing. Yeah, but like, they, they're like, she's like really... The problem with that, it's a, it's a red flag for me, be, not a deal breaker, but it's a red flag because you're like, I can't amount to this, you know, Disney prince they've invented their dad to be. Right. You know, like that, that's like the girl who's like 
puts a picture of her parents up and is like, 40 years of marriage, as if her dad has never looked at another chick in his life. Yeah, I hate that shit. I hate that shit. Their parents aren't even fucking on Instagram, also. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's like yelling into a cave, happy anniversary. And also, their 40 years were much easier than the current 40 years. I want to see the picture of the people two years in. They've fought a fight. Yeah. He had to explain who he follows on Instagram. Yeah, your grandfather doesn't have to do that shit. <laughs> your grandfather never had to answer to who's big booty Bella. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? What are you doing that, can I following tell you, this I person? I think that's a thing. Dads who get on um, on Instagram mm. um, and start following, like, like I don't think they realize that Instagram's like sort of public. Do you ever see like yeah. people's dads are on Instagram and they start like liking weird shit? Or I, like, I wouldn't want to be a they don't 50 get year it. old man today. Yeah. I just wouldn't want to be a 50-year-old man. Like, coming into this whole new thing and having to, like... Not knowing fully how it works. Remember when the cloud started and then all these divorces started Mm -hmm. happening because, like, all of a sudden, side chicks are texting... Uh, you get them on the cloud. You get them on the. You get like the kid was getting the text and mm-hmm. all that shit. Like there was a lot of cloud issues, cloud divorces. Cloud's a big thing. That I felt bad for that whole era. Yeah, I agree. My uh, my dad has five daughters. Five daughters. Five daughters. I'm his middle daughter. Okay. Um, and he got on Instagram, and we <laughs> had to have an intervention. That's funny because what dads do <laughs> is they start following all the friends. They start following all the friends, but he was following some fucking like, like model, like really, like, like uh, non PG rated people, and we were like, "Dad, this isn't this isn't pu- private." I love that. Like you don't. Like, I love that. You're. It's like you follow you follow your five daughters, and then you follow like these like. And then like, use the like, search these, function. Like, porn stars, and it's yeah. like we can see what you're liking. Please, just like stop just, liking. Just stop liking. Use the <laughs> search function. There's people that there are people out there that are not locked up. Yeah, you can remember names. Get a black book. Gold school on this. Seriously. Dad. Yeah, the dad. I feel bad for dads right now. I do. I I do like. They need a tu- they need to show that in the ma- in the tutorial at the Apple Store when they're showing all the old people how to use the computers. Yes. They need to say like. And well, you, this is who you cannot publicly follow. Well, you used to be able to be privately creepy. You know, yeah. like they could talk to their friends and be like, oh, look at that mm. young chick and whatever. Now it's like there's just more ways to get, to get caught. in trouble. Okay. Um, I think we're pretty much out of this time is it? for today. <laughs> this yeah. is a good one. This is fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, this was fun. Um, what do you think? We're done. What do I think of this episode? Yeah. I really liked it. Me too. If, and I, I, if I do say so myself. One I'll, day I'm going to say that was just terrible. Well, let's pat <laughs> ourselves on the back. And you guys can pat us on the back. Yeah. With a like, a subscribe. We love your feedback. We do love the feedback. And I do. Uh, it is unbelievable the response to this podcast. And uh, we'll be back next episode. Keep emailing. UUP at Betches.com. Bye. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.